This is the Teammates Mentoring Hour on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back. Teammates Mentoring Hour, I am thrilled. I am thrilled. Like I said, it's such a good space to be in where people generally care about one another. They care about uh, how folks are doing. And that's why we're here is to find more people we're willing to help other people have live their better better and best lives. That's literally what it is. 402-464-5685. That is the Sarter Heyman text line, the Honda Lincoln hotline. If you want to call in, you can do so. And again, the live, the video streams are up, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter live. So you can see what's going on in the studio. You, you need to see these folks. You need to see these folks. You need to do that. Jim Bennett, uh, coordinator for teammates mentoring and Xavier Gamble, was a mentee, and now we bring in Ken Sievers, who, quite frankly, is part of the story. How are you? How are you doing? Get close to this thing. Let's get I'm, you up here. I'm good. Thank you. I'm thanks good. for having me. Well, no, thanks for coming, and thanks for doing what you do. Because anybody that's listening, I just want you to, to just think for a moment that it's your young person or the person who lives next to you, and there's a cat out there, there's a gem out there who's willing to give time to give those people a better opportunity to do better in life. So what I ask people, what are the wings for you? What is it that makes you want to be a mentor? What, what was it? Oh man. Uh, well, I had a friend who dragged me into it and, you know, uh, said, you got to do this. Um, at the time I was, uh, right out of college basically. And, uh, didn't know what I was going to be doing with my life and didn't know if I could commit to a whole year of, I, I don't know if I'm going to be in Lincoln for a year, but she said, just try it. You know, if, if the worst happens that, you know, they'll understand, but if you're around then, um, you know, you can make an impact in somebody's life. So, uh, I, I did it for that reason. And then I met Xavier and, uh, we hit it off after a while. It was a little <laughs> awkward at first, but, um, yeah, I mean, in a lot of ways, we're kind of cut from the same cloth. Um, and so that's why I stayed. Um, and, you know, I was around, so it worked out. But, yeah. Who are you? Where are you from? What 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 brings you here the way you're delivered? I'm Kent Sievers. I am from Norfolk, Nebraska, originally. Born and raised. Graduated in 2006. Came down to the university for uh, school and stayed. Met my wife here and... Um, yeah, so I've known Xavier actually longer than I've known my wife, which is crazy. <laughs> that's awesome. You know, I want to say that's awesome. Wife, I apologize. But I, think, <laughs> I think that's pretty cool. Uh, through the process, so walk us through the process where you went through the training, you, you, you made some selections and preferences, and then you end up with this fine young man next to you. Yeah, well, uh, you kind of poke around for a little bit and then you find that they just kind of suck you in. They're like, all right, trainings, uh, tonight or, you know, whatever this week. So, uh, you better be ready. Uh, my, uh, I didn't know they were going to take an ID photo. That was for sure. Um, that I was going to have for seven years. Uh, <laughs> shows luckily, up all the time, right? <laughs> yeah. Luckily nobody looked at that <laughs> really, but, uh, yeah. So, um, yeah, it, it just they they have everything set up and it's so slick through the schools and um, you know got a captive audience for that reason as well. So um, yeah, I mean they they make the process so simple and you know an hour a week um, is is 
very doable you know even with a full-time job so i asked i asked xavier to to describe himself i'll now ask you to describe him to describe xavier yeah oh man okay (laughs) uh xavier is he's a man of few words sometimes uh he man this is putting me on the spot xavier is fantastic he is extremely mature for his age and really kind of always has been uh i i know people look up to him in his class um he's got a cool head under pressure um you know i've been in some pickup games with him uh playing basketball during a free period and you know people get hot heads and xavier is always kind of the one who is grounded and was like hey guys we're playing basketball like it's pickup game, like no, no stakes here. Um, just kind of, you know, chill. So, um, yeah, Xavier is awesome and, you know, very, very bright, intelligent. He's a future. That that's, that's, that's pretty cool that you've committed so much of that emotional vestige in, in this young man. Um, Xavier, I, I think as you look, like I'm watching you guys, you're, you're kind of your vibe, right? <laughs> and to get grown men who are willing to get in that space, that's pretty unique. It's not, it, it's not there enough. But now, Xavier, you're going to go to college and you're going to be a part of a team and they're going to notice and they're going to, they're going to dra- draw to you. What do you want to be when you talk about leadership? You're you're going to speak to them in Kent's voice, mm-hmm. like the things that he says to you. That sort of leadership is going to be there. How, how does that make you feel? That now it's it's on you. Uh, it feels, uh, it's it it puts a weight on your shoulder for sure to know that there's going to be people that um, are going to look to you for answers sometimes, and you're not you're going to be on your own now, your own uh, adult and stuff like that. But um, in a way, it makes me feel like uh what good in a way because it's like i'm a leader and they're gonna want to look for me to help and say that again so you you hear yourself you know i'm a leader (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah like that's that's what this is that's what this look we can't the standard is set for people that we can't reach often like that's the the thing and and jim what you guys are, are offering people the opportunity to do is to elevate this community so your message to the, the the listener who's out there now, they're, and they're teetering, right? We know they're, the hearts are good, and they're going, I, I should probably be doing this. I probably right. should, but they will also find a reason why they shouldn't. What do you say to them to get them over the bridge? Everyone's got their own their own stuff going on in their lives. Everyone's got, everybody's busy. Um, if you find the time, you'll you'll find what Kent found, which was there's, there's more to this than just hanging out, you know, spending some time. It's, it's life changing. And the two things we hear from mentors all the time is I'm getting more out of this than they are. And it's the best hour of my week. And the, the research is clear. People are more productive at work. They enjoy it. They feel more connected to community. And then the, the other thing that, that, that we hear about is the ripple effect. So, you know, we have, we have Kent and Xavier here and they've affected each other and it's affecting their families. It's affecting their, maybe someday their children or their, 
you know, their neighborhood, their neighborhood, their school. Their school. Yeah, right. absolutely. And I think that that's the piece that if a person doesn't doesn't go into it thinking about that, but it's an outcome of mentoring, which is that ripple effect, and it affects a lot of people over a long period of time. And so it may feel like you're just you're just in there for one one relationship. You're in there for something much bigger. Kent, what do you say to your friends when when they ask what's going on? And you tell them, hey, you know. I've got my guy that I got to go spend time with. What do they say to you? I don't know. You know, uh, a, a lot of them are kind of surprised. It's it's a very it you, you kind of forget about it sometimes that that you're doing this and and or, or you assume people know and uh, so so when you talk to them about it, it's like wow yeah I've been doing this now for five years uh, six years and uh, then all of a sudden he's graduated and it kind of sneaks up on you um, that it's been that long, but yeah, it, it just, um, I would say my face definitely brightens up when I'm talking about it. It's, uh, it, like, like Jim said, it's, it's the best part of my week. Um, looking forward to it. And, and, um, so yeah, it's exciting to, to tell my friends about it and say, you know, the hurdles are, are all in your mind. You just got to get past them in your mind and just decide, yeah, I'm going to just going to just going to do this. Xavier, what do you t- say to teammates? Right, you're the guys that you go. Wait a minute, I got my guy over here. Um, what do you? What's what are those conversations about? Uh, with my teammate. Or yeah. My, my teammate. Yeah. Uh-huh. When they ask about Kent, you know, you tell them about Kent. What do they say? Oh, they're like, uh, "Who's this guy on the side?" <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, this is, this is my mentor. Uh, this is my friend Kent. You know. They're like, oh, okay, is, is he gonna is he gonna join in or is he gonna stand there? I'm like, he's <laughs> gonna stand there and watch. <laughs> so it's like, I'll bring him in, and you know, it's like, as we continue to like continue to play the game or whatever, uh, my friends will start to like just get used to it or get warm to him. Ken's just such like an open person. It's like a lot of people just were able to like vibe with them you know what jim how does it how is that handled for when it gets when these relationships or these mentorships bond enough to go beyond the classroom and in that space what's the process for those that are curious well while in high school it's it's it happens in school Mm -hmm. um and that's where it happens now you know xavier's playing sports you know can can go go watch sports at school um you know a lot of times they'll touch base after the end after the end of the game Great game, you know, but but we do it we, we do it really specifically during that time in school. That's why I ask because I know that people in the idea people have this 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 mental image of what this is. Right. So the more clear we are about what it actually is, right. it makes it easy for people to cross the bridge into it. For sure, um, I think for me, uh, I'm I'm curious, what happens now? He's going to college and. You guys are connected. How are you going to deal with this? Well, fortunately, we're uh, we're we're going to be doing Teammates Plus okay. through through uh, and, and tell the folks what what Teammates Plus is. So Teammates Plus is basically the extension outside of high school into post secondary. So um, most often, I think it looks like us where we're um, we we had done it and now Xavier graduated and, and is going to college and is local. So, um, we can continue that relationship. Um, it's less frequent. It, you don't have the facilitators like you do at the, at the, the school level. Um, but yeah, so I'll, I'll be seeing him at least once a month, hopefully more than that. Jim, what's the age limits? What, what happens when a mentee grows up to be an adult and decide mm-hmm. they want to be a mentor? 
when is that switch? What what level? What age is that? You can be a mentor at age eighteen. It could happen right away. Now we we set you up with somebody further across, a third, further away from your age. Mm-hmm. We set you up with a yeah. a third or fourth grader where we don't have that um, closeness in age because there could be some right. com- complications along yes. with that. So there's that. Uh, we do we have a lot of college fresh freshmen. Um, and sophomores who do it. Now, we usually only match college freshmen and sophomores because we know they're going to graduate in three years. Mm-hmm. And we really want that longer-term relationship. We know that that's what works, that the magic numbers are 24 times a, a year and stick together for three years. That's a magic number. What happens What happens at that point? What, does, what happens with the relationship? Those are the greatest outcomes. That's where you see the greatest uh, sense of caring, sense of hope sense of um, trust and you can now you can do that and you can accomplish that less it just depends but that's kind of what the research tells us is we can you can meet consistently enough and you know and so we don't expect perfection though like i said that's not every week right i'm sure you you both took weeks off um it had to maybe for sickness or sports or work or and so we know that that stuff happens if you meet 21 times it doesn't mean you're not being successful if you meet 19 times doesn't mean you're not being successful um, and we do have some other ways to, to to help people communicate through some email exchanges and some things like that, where we can stay connected. You can we can do letter, a letter system through us. We we like to keep things pretty private as far as we don't do texting and those. Well, kinds the, of well, things. the pandemic created some opportunity to get better at it in different right. ways. Yeah, we had to. Right. We had to. We had no choice. Did Did you guys zoom at all? No, we never okay. did. So we did that during the pandemic. We had to scramble. You know, we had. 1250 matches meeting and and you know we didn't know what, what we were how we were going to get them to meet consistently and a lot of people didn't want to go into a school and and it was you know it was a scary time right and so we we did we did uh that year we did um 40 i think 4500 zoom individual successful zoom meetings we tried to get a lot more but right. uh, but yeah we 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 shifted and did that um we're back to in person okay um we had 19,000 in person meetings last school year and we had 12,000 during the pandemic. And of those, we uh, we don't have a single case of transmission of COVID between a mentor and a mentee. Are you, are there areas, specific areas, regions, districts, schools that are in greater need of mentors than others? Um, individual schools yeah. within the district? Yeah. Is yeah. there a space that we're, we're, you're targeting? Yeah. So would you be able to direct people or at least tell people what those areas are in case they know people who could participate. Right. And that's what, we, and if, and if you have questions when you sign up, we can help direct you to that. Um, everyone, like I said, we're waiting to hear the numbers for, for the school year to see where we're at. Mm-hmm. A lot of our mentees move from schools to schools. And so we, we kind of have to track them. A lot of, we see a lot of uh, need in, um, because we're in school, people who have jobs who can, who can, that will support that or people who are retired people who are um, maybe there's one one person in the household working so because of those kinds of things with a school-based mentoring program uh, areas where there's two parents working all day long it's harder to find mentors in those areas for those schools that's not to say that mentors from other areas of town don't go to other schools and that's but but that's where we can direct people uh, is based on need and that's why if you come to us and you say i just want to go where there's most need We'll send we'll send you to a, a really great school with a really great support system uh, for kids who need it. Is there a greater need in the in in particular age group of mentees? We're all over the board, and and it's, I'm glad you asked that because people forget that. 
let's say you let's say you want to be a mentor and you're comfortable with high school. There's no reason why we have juniors who haven't been matched yet and and have been on the wait list for a couple of years. They need help getting to the finish line. And um, if you if you only have a couple of years and you're okay with high school, you can come in and do two years and help somebody like Xavier uh, or somebody similar to Xavier get get to the finish line, and be able to build a really strong relationship with that person as well. And then we have third uh, you know as young as third graders who are looking for a caring adult. There's there's so many boxes to check. Um, and I'm glad we're having the conversation because it allows us to get the information out there. We'll throw it to break. When we come back, I'm going to get into Xavier's head a little bit. (laughs) Um, Well, because I want to know, you mentioned uh, African-American clubs in your your high school. I want to know your place in it and what we can do to help with it. So we'll ask those questions and get that information when we come back to Teammates Mentoring Hour. Don't go anywhere. More of the Teammates Mentoring Hour is minutes away on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. 